I got into this because I'd had enough. I was fed up, but I got to put my words into action because I felt that at that moment when I spoke to the Board of Supervisors, there was millions of people listening. As I've sort of become a leader in this movement, I've realized that people want nothing more than to get on board to get their freedom back. If my voice gets heard and helps people, then this has all been well worth it. If my kids have a better America to live in, then this is absolutely worth it. I really don't like this stuff. I never wanted to be part of a production or a movie or, you know, I'd rather be out in the fields fighting somebody. This is the way that we fight. If this is the way that we inspire uh, people to move forward and, and to come on board with us, you know, for the win, then I'll be here. So. My fellow Americans. It is time to take our freedom back. What's happening, guys? Not much. No. I liked how we were talking about food earlier. Maybe we should open and talk about our greatest meal in the last week because <laughs> that's fun. Oh, man. <laughs> food is good. We, you know, I guess we need to take time to appreciate it if we're going to be starving here pretty soon. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah. We've got it kind of goes with what John wants to talk about. So, yeah. Well, my wife was on vacation last week. Her and her mom did some traveling and, and uh, one of my daughters. And so, I was eating like full on caveman style, just like 16, 18 ounce ribeyes and my favorite. Oh man. Yeah. I yeah. One course meals, you know, I had a ribeye for lunch the other day. I switched it up. Forget it. I'm going to have it right now. Man. That was great. I love it. There's ribeyes. never, there's never a wrong time really no, for a ribeye. A good meal right there. I like fish out of the ocean, any kind of wild game. I like ribeyes they taste really good but then they make me kind of tired maybe because i'm getting older or something kind of like like food coma yeah but i could eat a big just old elk burger that, or something and, and freaking be ripping yeah oh, man you know? probably, or buffalo um where do you get your wild fish because that's sometimes hard to source you, so you um, get it fresh my, my really good friend i'm not gonna name him because he probably wouldn't want to be involved in all this kind of stuff he's a pretty uh non-political type guy but yeah. uh he brought me up man it was like 80 or 90 pounds of salmon he brought me some bluefin oh, uh, tuna he brought me some yellowfin tuna and he brought me some yellowtail i haven't been fishing since i guess it's been about a year and a half almost which is i mean it's been a long time uh november of 2020 actually was the last time i went catching my own fish we were yeah. catching uh lingcod and halibut and rockfish and uh 
We All that we white fish is so good. I don't oh, even man. like fish. And I went over to John's. He had a buddy over there cooking up some fish. And man, it was yeah, it was oh, yeah. edible for sure. It was the good. closest thing locally I've found to that is the Shasta bass. They're pretty. It's a good white fish. I mean, you, you know, you got to get keeper size, obviously. But there, I made some tacos with that, and my family's like in love with it. You know, but anyway. On all that good note, yeah, sourcing wild food might be a requirement pretty soon. I don't know. It's <laughs> yeah. pretty wild what's going on. It's kind of hard to track it all, but that one's been all over my radar. And then you're like, I want to talk about that stuff. So, yeah, then I, cause I know you'll be into the deep into the weeds on it and oh, yeah. fill us in on all the numbers. Yep. It's, uh, well, we're in some interesting time. Uh, go ahead and pull up that number one article, and we'll talk about how uh, they're using PCR tests. Um, you know, so it's just like with the humans, oh, the bird flu, um, and just like with the humans, they use the bunk PCR test. Um, could you imagine having, you know, your whole flock just, Hey, you got to kill your whole flock. We it's an asymptomatic bird. Um, you know, but he tested positive. Now you got to kill all your birds. Um, you know, as of the other day, there's million. yeah, 28 million um poultry birds but it just shows the power of the the state to be able to just go in there and i think they can declare like a six mile radius um you know around that area and call it like a danger zone or something but it's just it's you, you can go ahead and take that down that's that's enough uh just pull it up real quick so people can see it that was an npr article there's hundreds of articles out there on it and everybody knows that um you know the avian flu or whatever but I mean, could you imagine just you? And you remember when they did it with the pigs, you know? Oh, yeah. yeah, and and uh, I, I wouldn't be surprised if they if they brought that back, you know. And and um, I don't know if you guys remember, but when this thing rolled out in the very beginning, um, that they, they were um, going into meat packing facilities and and testing people. People were testing positive, you know. Say they got. Oh, yeah. 400 employees or whatever they go on oh one person test positive with their bunk pcr test they shut the whole facility down and then they forced the the ranchers to to kill their own animals because there was nowhere to process it and anyways i wouldn't be surprised if they brought some of that stuff yeah back. There, were, there were shortages in the stores then remember they were talking about having a hard time getting beef and pork especially at that time because all the, all the kill no the kill plants oh, it was the workers were yeah, testing positive that's for right COVID. oh yeah well yes. and i remember swine flu actually when you mentioned that we yeah. actually flew down to mexico de during swine flu and no one would go it was great like the we went on vacation and it was actually our honeymoon and it was like empty at all the resorts but that was the first time it was like strict screening they were like doing these scans for your body heat as you walk through. I mean, hmm. they had all this craziness going on. Nothing ever. I don't. Nothing ever. I don't know. It just seemed like it was kind of maybe the test. I don't know. Now that looking back, because it was when the first real restrictive things they brought out. It's like what the heck? No one's getting sick with this thing. Yeah, There's reports of it, but I didn't even notice it in Cottonwood. I'll tell you that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, my my life never changed. Other than I didn't want to go anywhere because everybody was so freaking paranoid every time i left our wonderful county of you know there's a few paranoid people around here but compared to everywhere else i went to i mean going to sac or the coast or i mean oregon i mean i mean yeah i went up to oregon and um there was i mean you couldn't you can't work at your own business 
without a mask or they come and fine you 1500 bucks each person. And then I think it double, you know how that stuff just gets worse and worse every time. But I mean, I, I, there was a lady I go and get the coffee from, uh, next to a gas station and she's like a gypsy free spirit, you know, I thought she was pretty, um, you know, uh, non-conforming, but and I was like, you know, I'm surprised you're wearing a mask. And she goes, well, she's all, it's either this or get shut down. She's like, every one of the, she's all, half of these customers would narc me out. And, uh, you know, they'd basically find me 1500 bucks and eventually could shut your business down and all this stuff. But, you know, they lifted the mask mandate for the airlines last week. Celebrations happen. Oh yeah. But my wife flew with a, a Bay Area, San Francisco based crew. They still wore their masks. And half the plane wore their masks. That's she said it's, She said it was so weird, depending on where you were going. Like, <laughs> yeah. if, you, if you flew to the south, no one on the plane had a mask. But then when they went to New York and at the airport, even though the deal got lifted, there were signs everywhere that wear your mask or it's a $50 fine kind of a deal. Yeah. But she said, you know, still half the people walking around the airport weren't wearing them. But just the fact that when you don't have to and still, and that's, this is what I was afraid of. I was afraid that, now every time it's flu season there's going to be a bunch of weird people walking around with masks and yeah. i'm just going to want to spray them down and with I just, a hose or I something i like to remind people like i you know when i talk to friends said so now when you're wearing that that you're like up to something i have to think that way yeah i can't see who you are that used to be a big deal right it still should be oh can you pull up that uh that number two article um i didn't have a chance to print this one out but i did send a link over to it um, so now the FBI is warning, um, that there's going to be cyber attacks on food processing, uh, facilities, um, or on agriculture cooperatives, have they say, uh, anyways, that's pretty interesting. Um, I'm going to put all the links with this. We're going to cover a lot of territory here kind of fast. Um, potentially timed to critical I, seasons. Look at that. Yeah. So, anyways, go. You can pull that down. I just wanted to pop that up season, real quick. I thought that was interesting. Yeah. On top of the birds, uh, you know, being able to go in and use a PCR test to kill the birds. On top of the mysterious, coincidental fires that have been at all these food processing facilities. I mean, uh, I've verified uh, seventeen of them personally. I know there's more than that. I could have done a little more digging, but I mean, I've only got so much time. But I mean, I verified seventeen fires in the in the last little bit of uh uh time i mean maybe going back to uh, i think november um, just just think about that they've been they've been predict, predicting flu, food shortages and now mysteriously all these food distribution centers have caught fire what are the what are the odds well and looking from a fire department perspective that those facilities they're they're run for the most part they're highly regulated they're staffed a lot of times 24 hours a day because of the processing. So those aren't frequent fires. You know, like you might get something small, a mishap with a dishwasher or some or some type of appliance that smokes out, but catastrophic fires in facilities like that, you know, as far as I remember, because we attract pretty much any fire in your areas, it's pretty rare, very oh, yeah. rare, you know. So on top of all that stuff we're talking about, Union Pacific is not shipping fertilizers to for the spring crops so go ahead and pull up number three um union pacific curtails fertilizer shipments delaying deliveries and preventing new rail orders from being taken okay think about that preventing 
new rail orders from being taken. Okay, what's going to happen to these farmers that don't have any fertilizer? I mean, it, it could be crop destruction. It could be a much lower yield. Um, yeah. It's going to drive the food prices up if it doesn't cause famine. Um, go ahead and pull that down. We're going to have to kind of cover this stuff pretty quick. Um, like I said, we're going to put the links to all this information. But, I mean, th there's just too many coincidences here for me to not think this is an orchestrated effort to starve us, drive the food prices up. I mean, we're, we are under attack right now. Um, what are some of those food distribution places, John? That, that, that um, Go ahead and uh, pull up that, that uh, picture I gave you. Um, what's number was it? Number five, I think. Oh, right or no, there. let's, let's yeah. okay, there we go. And then we'll, we'll go back to number four with uh, even Tucker covered this since I started. Uh, anyways, it, mainstream media is covering this now. So there's a picture. I mean, we got dried milk plant, Idaho fire in October of 21, food processing plant fire, San Antonio in uh, uh, December, uh, JBS beef plant fire in December, Mississippi poultry feed mill boiler explosion in December, Hamilton Mountain poultry processing plant fire in January, uh, Le Comte, I don't know if I'm saying that right, feed mill fire, Louisiana, Bonanza Meat Company fire, El Paso in February, Shearer's, uh, Shearer, Shearer's food plant fire in Oregon in February, uh, Mauston, Wisconsin River Meats Fire in February, Food Bank in Maricopa County, Arizona, Food Pantry, 50,000 pounds of food destroyed by a fire in March, Nestle Fire in Arkansas in March, Walmart Distribution Center Fire in March, Potato Processing Plant um, in Maine in March, uh, Sherbrooke, Canada, Food Processing Fire in April, Fire grain elevator plant fire in Kansas in April. Fertilizer plant fire in April. Azure standard fire. That's one of the largest food processing plants up in uh, Oregon that happened just a few, uh, well, that was a week or two ago um, this month. Food processing plant fire, Salinas, California in April. Anyways, um, you can pull that down. Let's, let's roll that uh, Tucker video. They're covering this in mainstream. The second time in a week that something like this has happened. On April 14th, the plane crashed into the Gem State Processing in East Idaho. What's going on here? Well, the story gets weirder. Food processing plants all over the country seem to be catching fire. A couple of days ago, a fire destroyed the headquarters of Azure Standard, one of the largest organic food distributors in the country. At the end of last month, a fire severely damaged a fresh onion packing facility in South Texas. In Oregon, a potato chip processing plant to support a boiler explosion that sent workers to the hospital. Here's a news report on that. Eastern Oregon, where crews are battling a major fire at a potato chip processing plant. Air 12 flew over the scene at Shearer's Foods on Highway 207 in Hermiston. We're told the fire was caused by an explosion of a portable boiler there. Two people were taken to the hospital. So industrial accidents happen, of course, but this is a lot of industrial accidents at food processing facilities at the same time the president's warning us about food shortages. They're getting hit by planes and catching fire. What is going on here exactly? Jason Rance, 
host radio show in Seattle and joins us to put it into perspective. Jason, good to see you. Good to see you. Yeah, obviously, when something happens every so often, you obviously hope that there's no significant damage and certainly no one gets hurt. But you kind of write it off. It's not that big of a deal. Accidents happen. But when you've got well over a dozen food processing plants and warehouses getting destroyed or seriously damaged over just the last few weeks at a time when the food supply is already vulnerable, it's obviously suspicious and it could lead to serious food shortages. That's why some folks are now wondering, well, number one, what's going on? And you've got some people speculating that this might be an intentional way to disrupt the food supply. Wait, so may I ask you to pause there really quick? Can I just ask you, I just want to nail this down so our, our viewers understand. There have been confirmed over a dozen disabling accidents at food plants in the last month, over a dozen. Absolutely. And we're talking about some really significant plants. The Taylor Farms facility in Salinas, California, was completely destroyed by a fire last week. We've had two major potato processing plants in Belfast, Maine, and Warden, Washington, that were completely gutted. Which Yeah, that's wild. Oh, yeah. I've heard, I've heard that it's... A it's up close to 30 now, 20-something plants over the last, like, four months, five months. Yep. Crazy. So we got fertilizer. Well, on top of all that, we have drought stuff going on, too. It's taking the so irrigation we water. Got, yeah, yep. we've got droughts. We've got fertilizers not being shipped. Um, we've got animals being killed over bunk PCR tests. We've got food processing plants. Um, catching on fire all of a sudden. And on top of that, we are getting warned that there's going to be cyber attacks. I mean, that's five. I mean, this is just, it's, this is some side. It's like stuff out of a movie. I mean, yeah. I don't even know yeah. how to yeah. digest. I've been researching stuff so, for so long. It's hard to surprise me, but it's just so many things all at once. It's, it's a little bit overwhelming. Well, yeah. And I, I, I wonder, <clears throat> you know, from a mindset perspective, um, what it, if it's not planned or it's not an attack on food supply, then it's just coincidence. It's just a weird stretch across the nation. Because I'm trying to think, you know, from both sides where people don't have it on their radar and they're going to say, oh, we're just creating this because there's these fires. And if you put them together in different time frames in the past, you know how the argument will be. So I'm trying to be legitimately like, I want to question all of it. Yeah, okay, so John's absolutely. dead wrong. Then, yeah. then what's it? Then you just say it's all coincidental. But then it's some of it's policy driven, like the the uh, Union Pacific. I don't. Pacific, I don't. Right? I don't believe yeah. in coincidences myself. Right. I don't either. But I'm just you know trying to unpack that a little bit for people to be able to say, let's question this thing. Both sides. Question everything. Don't believe anything I say. Don't believe anything anybody says. Do your own research, and you know maybe if someone gains your trust over a lot of years, you can kind of, but there's people I've been listening to for 20 years that say, and nobody is right all the time. I know I'm wrong sometimes. Um, and, and everybody's imperfect. So, I mean, but these numbers are pretty, I mean, they, this is pretty crazy. I've it never is. seen anything like it, yeah. you know? Yeah. Especially all of them at once, you know, that's what I mean. Yeah. What, well, what was that? What was the, uh, you know, 20, 30 years ago, that cattle, uh, disease, Oh. And that was all over the news, the, head and foot or yeah. whatever. Hoof and mouth. Hoof and mouth, yeah. I think, yeah. yeah. And, it and, was, it was and that was like Canada. big news, yeah, you yeah. know? Yeah. So that that's what's weird to me is times change. That would have been huge news. And now we have all this going on, and it's kind of just off the radar. But luckily up here, we've got a lot of food. You know, NorCal produces a lot of food. It's right here in our backyards, so you can grow it. 
you know. So on on top of all that, um, there was a Bloomberg article. We're not going to pull it up. I don't even have a link to it. I just kind of took a little part of it. Um, it was pretty substantial. But according to Bloomberg, the global fertilizer crisis is going to result in a loss of production worldwide that is the equivalent of enough food to feed 500 million people. Now, keep in mind, the globalists talk about wanting to reduce the world's population all the time. You listen to what they got to say. So, I mean, that that is a fact, okay? Whether all this stuff is just a coincidence, you still got to realize that the people that run the world, they want to reduce the world's population by a lot. They argue, should we kill 80 or 90% of them? I mean, that's that's basically what they argue (laughs) about. Anyways, from India... From India to Vietnam and the Philippines, prices of crop nutrients crucial for boosting food production have doubled or tripled in the last... Okay, think about that. Prices of crop... Prices of fertilizers, okay, have doubled or tripled to them, okay? Lower fertilizer use may mean smaller crop. The International Rice Research Institute predicts that yields could drop 10% in the next season, translating to a loss of 36 million tons of rice or the equivalent of feeding 500 million people. Um, we don't eat that much rice in the Western world, but in Asia, it's a core staple for their diets. Um, so, anyways, th- there you go. Um, I don't, I don't know what else to say. I mean, that's yeah. that's pretty much a wrap on that. I mean, we'll kind of see as time we'll have to touch back on this. But so that's kind of depressing stuff. I kind of wanted to get into uh, some uplifting stuff for me at least, because, um, you know, these, these woke ass companies, I mean, I, you vote every time you shop and I can't stand these companies that just cram all their, their garbage to us, whether it's, it's telling us our kids uh, could be whatever gender they want to be, you know, the critical race theories, the, the, the social engineering and, you know, they're just, they're disgusting companies, but um, go uh, get woke and go broke. That's right. That's what's happening. Yes. So uh, let's talk about Netflix. Okay. So I I printed (laughs) up some of the wokest companies and looked at their Mm. stock for the fun, for the, for FUD the other day, and uh, this is my own research, which I know there's other people covering this, but this was, I mean, it might have changed this morning, because I this I printed this out yesterday, so the markets opened up, you know, again this morning. It's showing general trends either is, way. This right? was, as yeah. of yesterday, uh, Netflix has lost 67.91% of their value in the last six months, okay? That is over two-thirds of their value in the last six months, Okay. That's Good. Netflix. Okay, they got uh, they got disgusting shows on there. I don't even want to talk about. All right, I mean, I don't even want to mention no, their pedophile type stuff. Man, it's just it's just it's not even worth. It's I. Yeah, they got one about a dude having Ditch. a baby coming out. Right yeah, now. they man having a baby. They got that <laughs> cutie show. It's, oh, shit. it's just they they are they're a disgusting company. Um, but think about that. Think about that. You vote every time you shop, okay? They lost two... Th- Bravo! Everybody that that quit their Netflix uh, account and and uh, are disgusted with it and said, you know what, I'm not going to support this disgusting company anymore. Good freaking job, okay? If there's more people like you out there, these companies would be out of business in a blink of an eye. Okay, Walt Disney, everybody... They've been in the news a lot. Um, oh, yeah. You know, uh, DeSantis, he went right at the, uh, we can get, we're going to get into that. I'm just going to go over, uh, so they freaking out. 
So Disney is one of the strong American brand. I mean, they've always done really well, um, you know, in, in the stock market and their their value. Well, they've lost thirty one point two four percent in the last six months, but most of that is coming from very recently. You know, they're 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 losing value. People are disgusted with Disney. Um, somebody the other yesterday told me they were going. Who was it? Somebody I saw at the political rally yesterday said that they were taking their kids to Disney and they wish they could freaking give their tickets back. They're like, they're like, don't be mad at me. We're taking the grandkids to uh, Disney, but this is going to be the last time and we can't refund. I wish we could refund the money. There's been a lot of cancellations though. They said in the Disney resorts and all that. Oh yeah. And I think that that trigger was when they said, we're going to stuff this stuff in all of our content. Right. We're going to put our political agendas in there totally biased to what we want to say and what we want to get across. So the meta platform, which is Facebook, meta, whatever you want to call it, in the last six months, 43.99% drop in value in the last six months. That's basically 44%. I mean, that's almost half of their value in six months, man. And that just makes me... Yeah, I wanted to start out with the depressing stuff and then stop with the uplifting happy stuff hopefully this makes you guys happy too oh man um paypal i don't know if you guys have seen how paypal is very selective in who they let the money go to but they're they're very woke company i mean have you guys seen how paypal will just say no we're not going to process payments for you know whether it's the truckers or whether it's a a a company that's a, a constitutional type company they they just cut you off they and and uh Anyway, so that the backlash on that, they've lost 65.15% of value in the last six months. I did all these in a six-month increment just to keep it all the same. But that is almost two-thirds. I mean, just a hair under two-thirds of value in the last six months. I mean, get woke and go, go broke. broke. Have, you seen, right. have you seen, too, that all those electronic payment different apps are, are 1099 in everybody now, too? So well, they're really might, they certain to put that into law. Yeah. Yeah. Track every transaction you make, yeah. you know, so it, it's, those are going to even crash even further, I think. Oh, absolutely. No, these things are, are free falling. Yeah. All the, I, they're all these people that are involved in all this woke type agenda is toxic and only the dumbest of the dumb actually support it and like it. And, um, people are, are realizing that they vote every time they shop and they're rejecting this this garbage from these disgusting companies, man. And uh, okay, so just to wrap up these statistics, uh, Starbucks is a pretty woke um, company, and they lost thirty two percent, thirty two point zero seven percent in the last six months, which is just a hair under a third um, of value in the last six months. And I'm sure I've that was just I was just trying to think of the most woke companies I could think of and. I didn't want to go too far, but anyways, that that's it also. But yeah, that makes me so. Why, me a so big, so let's go a little. Bit. Why grade. why are we why does that make you happy? Because we're under attack, and yeah. You, yeah, I've been saying you vote every time you shop for forever. I've never bought anything on Amazon, and I'm tired of people telling, "Hey, it's our fault. It's our fault." No, it's not my fault. Okay, because I don't support these freaking companies. Yeah, and if if everybody just stood up. And quit buying all this crap from from uh, these companies that they they're like oh these corporations run the world but then they go and buy their stuff. Well, look at I mean some of those like I don't know alternatives in those electronic and digital companies and stuff, but the Starbucks 
man, every town has a little local coffee shop. Yeah. You know, in Cottonwood, ours is Elegant Bean. I'm sure you got one in Palisades. So there's just no good reason. And same with Dutch Bros. Hell, hell with those guys, too. I mean, I don't like chains in general. Yeah. But why not support just a, a small little local I was business, raised you know? to support the mom and pop shops, you know, yeah. and not su support these big. So it's been ingrained in me since I was a little kid, even though me and my parents are very different when it comes to uh, politics. We've always, I was raised to support mom and pop shops and not these big giant corporations. Yeah. And so that's always been, you know, and, and the thing is, is if, if I can't get what I want, want, not need. Okay. If I can't get what I want from a mom and pop, then guess what? I don't need it. I'm not going to go and buy it from one of these anti-American, anti-human um, piece of crap companies, you know. So, yeah. anyways, um, well, I think I, don't need I get it. I get pumped about it because it's it's a reflection of people holding to their principles finally, yeah. Right? Because they're you know that they've tried to paint this picture that the woke is the majority, which you know is no. not, especially no. in our area my circles so then you know now you're seeing actual numbers support that in in droves yeah. all kinds of stuff the election and whatever went on there with trump and biden kind of threw everybody off we felt like man he's the most popular for sure i don't i don't put him on that much of a pedestal but he he was most popular and then now all of a sudden this guy that's talking to the easter bunny taking his orders is gets huh. voted in so you get these mixed <laughs> messages is my point and now people are still in their own corners selling off stock yep. and, and canceling subscriptions and yep. you're seeing so that's proof yeah. of principles starting to overrun what's convenience because netflix why wouldn't you keep it hey I mean, it's, the, the it's got a bunch of shows outside of the nasty yeah. stuff yeah yeah, yeah. so oh, yeah. what's forcing the drop it's got to be a, people going hey i'm principled enough to say i don't want that anymore and i'm not giving you my money you were talking about the. Did you guys see the Easter Bunny get the drop on Joe? Yeah, at that? that was. Bad. You haven't seen get that? the drop on him. What do you mean by that? <laughs> <laughs> well, Joe's talking to these people and this Easter Bunny. Oh, this so guy, is, that's enough. Or no, he comes walking up to him from the side just to like you know it was a photo op. He's in his Easter Bunny outfit, and Joe turns around and he he's scared, dude. I mean, he's like. Yeah, he he turns around. I wonder if and, you like, guys can find that. It. Can you guys find that the Easter uh, Bunny real dude, quick? You know what? If, if it was a, I know, but that's. I mean, <laughs> I don't want to. It's so hard not to. No, just we, laugh we don't. At we don't it. have enough time to cover. We. Oh, I, I got, got two more. Stuff. I got sorry, two more sorry. things. To, oh, they. All right, we'll go ahead and play it if you want to. All right, go ahead. Joe Biden from answering reporters' questions. Oh, that was hey, a different morning, one. Actually. That was a different one. Yeah, yeah. He was look at the face. If he got scared by the Easter Bunny, I'd be curious if it was a big old demon. If he would have. If he wouldn't have been afraid and gave it a big old hug or something. Oh, yeah, Easter Bunny Anyways. rescues. Oh, there's right a here, Right here, that one right Easter there, Bunny. yeah. Watch this. You got to watch this. Dude. Okay, this okay. Ultimate. Oh, the Easter Bunny. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. That looked like my son when I jump out and scare him or something. I mean, like my three-year-old. Oh, my gosh. That was not on all That's belly You know what, though? If, if you think about it, these the, the people that are tr purely evil, what is what is good to us is bad to them. Yeah. And what is what is bad to us is good to them. <laughs> exactly. You know what I mean? So, yeah. I mean, it makes sense that the Easter Bunny scares them. <laughs> Um, okay, There's so his posture though too, like yeah. he reacts, but only with his face, and then yeah. he like staggers. That was off. pretty bad, dude. What is Get, happening, dude? That guy. I mean, <laughs> nothing's natural. His He's about to be second. He's he's just a hair under being the least popular president ever, and that's even with 
totally skewed uh, polling. Right. Um, so right, we were, what else you got? Sorry, well, we were talking about Disney, and you were bringing it up, you know, and um, they they revoked. Uh, basically, uh, Disney is kind of like its own country. If you look right. kind of like the District of Columbia, they have their own police. They have it's like their own country, and they've been basically tax exempt for a long time. And um, they 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 uh, seems like they went a little bit too woke, and uh, now they lost that that privilege um, of of being tax exempt and and having their own their own uh, country right. there and. Yeah. Um, so they got rid of that. So it's going to be interesting to see what happens. And, um, you know, personally, I'm tired of these big giant corporations paying nothing. And then yeah. the middle class just getting squeezed down. To, I mean, squeeze that lemon till there ain't no drops left. You know, it's just oh, yeah. it's like the sheriff of Nottingham type stuff, you know, going on here where they're just hanging the they're peasants hanging by their ankles and shaking everything out. They can. Well, can and these big companies they don't pay nothing. Thing. And they get corporate welfare on top of that. So. Right. I mean, that brings a big smile to my face also. Okay. Now, you guys heard about CNN Plus. Yeah. Well, yeah. Wait, wait a second. Before you go into that. Oh, go ahead. Yeah. What's up? Disney had their tax. I, I thought I, I caught it. If I caught it correctly. Yeah. They had their tax exemption because they were considered educational or something, or they did a certain amount of something for, I forget, but that's what where DeSantis that's what pulled, caused he pulled it. Because of some of the stuff, the route he went with. Um, oh, they remember? contradicted... You, you, um, they basically broke. They broke uh, the recent whatever the state. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I don't Florida. want to live in no country of Disney. I'll tell you that right Holy now. Holy cannoli! Go on, Talk go about mess with your brain. Yeah, every yeah. day in Disneyland. <laughs> okay, so um, CNN Plus. Um, you go ahead and pull up that last article at the very bottom. Um, this is another thing that just brings a big smile to my face, man. I mean, this just makes my freaking day. Oh, it I saw Joe, Joe Rogan smoke them about this, too. Oh, Did you yeah. see that clip of him? And it oh, just shows great. how toxic all this woke garbage is because CNN, I mean, they're they're straight propaganda. I mean, everybody, I mean, they might have a little kernel of truth here or there, but I mean, they, they're they just like all mainstream media for the most part. They, they basically get their orders. They work with Hollywood and probably Disney and, um, you know, and they, they all sit here and parrot the same... Uh, propaganda and um, my favorite part of that was they they got Chris Wallace from Fox yeah and thought he was going to be like the star that and he thought just, he was going to be a star oh dude and they tank after a month now Chris is looking for a job he, he's in the welfare line with Leonard Modi it's so great. we we were averaging like before they started censoring us on Facebook and stuff we were averaging like a couple thousand views within like a day or two on our and I'm not even saying that's impressive at all on our mm. podcast yeah but I mean, CNN Plus with hundred—I mean, a hundred million. I heard they had four hundred invested all together. But let's even just say they had a hundred million, which we base we didn't. Yeah, we only had like half of that. No, I'm just joking. They—they <laughs> uh, they have four thousand employees, and I feel sorry for the employees that are good people. That you know, I, I do feel sorry. CNN for them. Plus has four thousand, or CNN. I heard CNN Plus had four thousand. But I could be wrong. Maybe you maybe it's you can't CNN. be that good a person if you go to work for CNN. I'm just saying. But anyways, five ninety nine a month uh, for CNN Plus in less than a month, and they freaking tank. I mean, we're <laughs> that that's pretty pathetic. I mean, it just shows you vote every time you shop. Nobody wants wow. this crap. And uh, they already shut down within a month of opening up. And um, another one too. That other one, QB. They had a $1.5 billion investment oh. shut down in less than seven months. 
Wow. You know, it doesn't matter how much money they throw at this stuff. People, no. the truth is more powerful yep. than all this propaganda. They can throw all the, these billions, hundreds of millions yep. and billions of dollars at propaganda, and one person speaking the truth is more powerful than all that crap. Oh, yeah. Yep. And Musk, too. He's been going rogue. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yep. I got mixed He'd, feelings on him, but he, yep. I mean, you got to give people epic. props when they have props. I'm not... Right. Anyways, that's, I have that's mi- a whole... I have mixed too, but I, yeah. I like the fact that it's he's wants he's pro free speech and he's putting his money where his mouth is with that. Finally, he's not like just sitting back and he's ripping into him pretty hard. But well, I appreciate that ending. Those last few, John, that made my day. So. Heck yeah, right? It's <laughs> a good. Yeah. That's good stuff to end on. Just make me make me smile the rest yeah. of the day. Yeah, heck yeah. <laughs> well, I think we're out of time. Uh, yeah. Thanks for tuning in, guys. Um, Make sure to uh, share us. Um, you can see us on, find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, sometimes Facebook and YouTube. Uh, most important, oh, Rumble. And most importantly, uh, everything we do is on mountaintopmedia.com. Mountaintopmedia.com has everything we do. It's uncensored. Nobody can take anything off of there as of now. Um, and make sure to check out the other wonderful podcasts, uh, Sovereign Minds and uh, Jefferson State of Mind on all those other uh, platforms, including, uh, most importantly, Mountaintop Media. And you guys all have a great rest of your day. Hopefully some of that, uh, those woke businesses going out of business uh, bring a smile on your face. Heck yeah. yeah. All right.